Hi, Neil Patel. Mark Anthony here. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. How's Vegas? How's everything? Yeah, not bad. Thanks for having me. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're super busy. Well, good afternoon. We could just try to start jumping into it. My name is Mark Anthony. I've been following you for a while. Thank you so much. Uh, you really do help motivate a lot of people, myself included, and really just putting yourself out there and just going for it. So just thank you for all that and all you do for educating with SEO and everything. Appreciate the kind words and thank you for having me. You don't have to do this either from your end. So appreciate you having me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I went to Cal State Fullerton, which is based in Southern California. It worked out all right. I didn't learn a ton being quite frank. School wasn't my thing. My parents really wanted me to go to school. Right. And uh, I commuted to school and I was running my business at the same time. And eventually, you know, uh, I was able to spend a lot of time on the business because school wasn't that hard and I kind of didn't focus on it. Right. Yeah. If I'm not correct, you started sales pretty much since you were like a kid, right? eight, nine years old. You've always been selling. For sure. I, I was always been selling. I really got into selling when I was around 15, 16 years old, where I was going door to door selling vacuum cleaners. Um, much more difficult back then when I was a little kid, you know, you go door to door selling like the candies and stuff yeah. like that. That the school sends that at family parties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, I mainly really went, uh, started really getting into sales in my uh, late teens, mid to late. Teens. Wow. That's very cool. That's just a really good one that I want to ask you right away. Like, what did you uh, learn for like your innovation of sales during COVID-19 and like now, now we're, uh, we're getting started into post COVID-19. Like I saw your most recent video that you said, you're not going to sell anybody on any plans or any, uh, courses and then you still do it and I'm, I'm one i'm a lifetime member and you're angels and entrepreneurs so what did you learn from that so angels and entrepreneurs is not mine no uh, you're linked with it though, right I, i'm linked with it that was from a deal that I did years ago but i haven't released any courses and that was probably the last course i released or one of the last ones um right. i haven't done any in a long time and there's nothing wrong with courses. People make a killing from them. People learn a lot from them, depending which courses you sign up for. Like I know a lot of people took Sam Evans's course and have done really well. I just believe that you can get most of everything for free on YouTube. Yeah, you have a big screen that I just use for YouTube now. That's all I, yeah, that's amazing. Do you feel that there was any innovation or you just have the standpoint with this? I don't like to really call it sales. I call it more business development. I'm in the people business, not in the sales business. Like, or is there anything else that you've learned as of recently that you would like to share with the people? I haven't learned anything recently about sales. It, it, a lot of the same tactics. Right. Will work before work now. And the biggest thing is it's not about selling. It's about solving problems. If you can help someone solve a problem, they're right. more likely to pay you. It really comes down to that. If you say, Hey, I have dirty carpet and none of these vacuums are working. You come in with the vacuum that can do it and they can afford in this reasonably price you'll make the sale. It really is that simple. Absolutely. And I look at not selling as a disservice. If you can help someone with their problems, why would you want them to keep suffering? Sell them on your solution. Absolutely. The big thing though, that people tend to forget is selling. If you really want to scale and grow, it's not inbound. It's not SEO. It's not pay-per-click. It's outbound. That's yeah. a real way to make money through sales. Absolutely. Um, and Great. outbound is really difficult unless you have high price points, but that's a real way to make money through selling. Okay. For sure. We'll come back to everything else, but aside, you know, being a provider for your family and, you know, making money, what, what else brings you joy in life and spending time with your family, obviously, because I know that's your biggest focus right now, aside to work. Family, hanging out with friends, work. That's really mainly it for me. I spend probably one too many hours working, but I can 
kind of love it. So when you love it, you don't really see it as hours or time. Right. Netflix right. is the other one, you know, like I'll watch TV shows. My latest one that I'm watching is uh, Mighty Ducks, the TV show right. on Disney Plus. Not really, you know, probably meant for adults, but um, my niece and nephew watch it. So it gives me something to talk to them about. And we, you know, recap the episodes together and they're far away due to COVID. So. Okay, cool. And then this one is a big one because this is how we got here today. Uh, how did like manifesting and meditating for you, like impact your life today or aside to obviously taking action and implementing action and implementing everything? Like, how did that affect you or, or like in one of the goals that you felt that most people would say, oh, that's out of reach. Yeah, I don't do too much meditating um, as for trying to, you know, when it comes to achieving goals and accomplishing what you set yourself out to do, I don't really look at it as like, hey, this is the right mindset. This is the right, you know, I need to meditate or I need to think about it. I just go out and do and you go right. and you execute that's, that's and right. things work out. Some things don't. When they don't, you adapt, you pivot, and then you go from there. I agree. And I'm going to send you over this guy's name because I think it will help you. I recently did it. Andrew Hoff, he has like a 10-minute uh, breathing exercise. Check it out. It. I mean, I know you're super focused and you do everything. And obviously, it goes to stand for, but we can always get better, right? <laughs> I totally agree with that. Funny enough, I just Googled him, but yes. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's, uh, he's the man. I mean, he runs around in freezing weather and shorts and no shirt. So if you could do that, I mean, we could do anything, right? So what really made it interesting to go like knocking doors for like selling vacuums or before that, like what was the interest for you with selling? Just money. Money. <laughs> okay. One of the few jobs that I can get when I was that no young. That limit, no limit on the amount of money you can make. Correct. No, okay. no, 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 no money and forget the money limit you can make just money i wanted a job and it was hard for me <laughs> to get a job so someone's willing to offer me a job it's commission only i'm like it's better than nothing okay and aside of the books that you already have with other people uh is there any book recommendations that you would like to share with people that you haven't mentioned already in prior videos just to anybody that's looking to get into sales slash marketing yeah uh, i think there's a book called the little red book to selling the, the big thing with selling is forget the books just go out there and knock on doors or go cold call and try to it's sell the experience. Yeah. And think about problem that people have the solution you offer, how you're unique or different. And then think about your price and think about ease of use. If you're easier to use cheaper, solving the problem, good chance you'll solve them. Yeah, I started watching your videos, uh, started COVID last year and that's what helped me. I was selling websites and search engine optimization when people weren't spending money. Right. So it's just, and I help. I mean, you help. There's more. always yeah. someone spending money. Maybe always. not as many people as you want, but there's always someone spending money. There's always people with problems. Yeah, you just got to keep calling, got to keep knocking, got to get to the yes. The problem with selling is, is like, especially when you're dialing for dollars, people don't want to make a hundred calls a day. You make a hundred calls a day, you may only get one or two sales, but hey, that's enough. Yeah, if that you is. do that every single day, it adds up. And the better you can predict what they're going to say, and you have the objections already in your mind, you already know how you're going to come back and let them know as well how you'll give them the solution. Because at the end of the day, you got to give them solutions for them to open the checkbook, right? Exactly. Yeah. Who were the like most influential aside to family for like marketing um, or like a sell standpoint once you started reaping success? There was no one particularly that was influential that helped me get where I wanted to be or helped guide me when I started hitting milestones. I look at it as 
there's a lot of people who are good at what they do. I go find people in every single niche or vertical and try to learn from them. And you can do that with YouTube or blogs or events or conferences. The possibilities are endless. There's a lot of amazing people out there, you know, like from people like Bob Iger, I was watching masterclass, you know, you learn to think big from people like Howard Schultz, who created Starbucks. I learned that it's harder to go out there and invent something new than it is to execute on an existing idea in a big market. Right. So it's like, I just try to learn from everyone out there. I think I don't know anything. I think I need to learn more. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. And eventually, if I just keep pushing forward, you know, I'll be better off than where I am today. And I love having that attitude because yes. if I believe I can keep learning more and keep getting better than I will. If I think I know everything, then I'm screwed. Yeah, I agree. I You couldn't have said it any better, actually. After talking to you a little bit, I don't think you even had this situation, but I had like a kill switch moment where there was a moment when my mother, she was asking me what I was doing. I was in a point in my life where I was lost. Did you ever, did you ever feel like you had a kill switch moment that kind of just made you break through another barrier that brought you to a whole nother level? Or do you just always, were you just literally always just running to, to the money? Nah, I, I struggle. I didn't necessarily have one moment. I had many moments that just didn't work out and you know, took me back a little bit, especially in the first 10 years of being entrepreneur. I had a lot of misses, some hits, but a lot of misses. And eventually, you know, I just figured things out by just continue pushing forward and failing so many times. Right. How do you get people to invest in you? It's a big vision. Yeah. Try to hopefully they believe in you. But the big thing that people make mistakes when it comes to investing, is not even pitching. The biggest thing is relationships. People yeah. need to get to know you before they tend to invest. So build as many relationships as possible if you're looking for money. Got you. That's a good one. Since you work so much, how do you find the balance to manage your business, businesses, and spending time with your family and everything else? How do you differentiate the times? I don't. My family just accepts how I'm on and off 24-7. <laughs> and uh, I'm lucky that my wife accepts that. But she knew what she was getting into beforehand. <laughs> she doesn't mind it either. She really does support it. I'm really lucky. But I do spend a lot of time with my family. Like every morning, I'm, I'm the one who picks up my daughter. Not because my wife is lazy or anything. My wife would gladly do it. Um, I do it because I want to be the one who has you know, alone time with my daughter every morning. I read to her, just father, daughter time. My wife spends majority of the day with my daughter as well as nights. Uh, and at nighttime, I try to debrief with my family, spend time with my daughter, my wife. But yeah, just, you know, whenever I get time. You, gotta, you have to connect with the ones who are most important. Who's more important than your daughter, your, your wife, right? Yep. Well, I mean, obviously other family members, your mother, father, <laughs> excuse me. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. I read online. I don't know if this is true. Did your mother have a daycare business as well? Or is that another nail Patel probably? No, that's the right one. She did have a daycare business. See, I'm actually happy you found all this stuff because it's like for you to find all this stuff, that means you really dug to find all the other Neil Patels. But my mom had a daycare business. I had to watch kids change some diapers. Taught me hard work. Yeah. Like it, but it wasn't bad. I remember yeah. I used to drive around a car, 98 Honda Civic. That said Tina's daycare in the rear back. <laughs> white letters. That's super cool. Yeah, I, I read that. It, it really struck out to me too, because my mom, she as well had a daycare business growing up. And at the time I was still a little young, so I wasn't helping out. But then when I did get older, I did help out. And then it stopped altogether just because we had a whole moving situation. But I feel that this is a better question. You're, what are the labor jobs that you've done, like aside to selling vacuum cleaners and stuff, did you have any labor jobs or any other job like 
doing it with your mom? Like, how do you think that impacted to learn how to get stuff done? Cause I'd be used to bus tables and what yeah, I bus tables. I picked yeah. up cash and clean restrooms at a theme park. Exactly. Uh, it, it just taught me how to make a honest living. That's what it taught me. But I think what it taught me, I think both of us was just learning how to get things done in a quickly manner and be able to adapt and just roll with the punches. Cause you know how people can get when you work in these kind of industries. Yeah. The worst was sweeping up all the vomit, but it is what it is. Oh yeah. That's yeah. I mean, picking up dogs. Yeah. I I used to pick up dog poop and I mean, vomit, I didn't have to do thankfully, but it's okay. I mean, that's, I, it brings you. Did your version of it. Dog poop is similar, right? But like, I I hated picking up vomit every day or sweeping it up. It was gross. That's amazing. I love it. it. It really just, I think it really builds character. Yeah, character definitely builds. My <laughs> character got a little bit smelly from all those trash bags, you know. But uh, yeah, the worst was is like sometimes people would puke inside the trash bins, which was great. But then sometimes I'd pick up the trash bins or the bags, and then it would split, and then it would get all over you, and then you'd go home smelling every day. But it is what it is, part of life, right? <laughs> it's it's so cool. Since we're on this topic, how big was the impact from your parents? Because that I, I read a lot of stuff. I don't know what's true or not. So I don't want to say the wrong. No, thing. They're good. My, my parents really motivated me and pushed me and they supported me in every way. My parents are amazing. Yeah. I'm lucky to have them. Yeah, for sure. Another thing, I mean, I've gone over most of my questions and thank you so much. I'm calling this podcast office of the day, just because our office of the day is always in a different place, whether it's with your daughter or you're on the plane or you're yeah. going to the next meeting or whatever it is. You know what I mean? You get the idea. What, what would you want to leave? people off with that are scared to go into sales because I'm looking to eventually create my own sales team. And obviously most people are scared of sales. They have this idea of what sales is when it's really not. What would you say to people? I always tell people, if you're afraid of sales, there's nothing to be afraid of. You ask for a sale. What's the worst that happens? They say, no, you're in the same position you are today. So you're good to go. There's nothing really to fear. Right. How do you feel that, you know, overcoming fear pushes you and elevates you to a whole you know level self fear doesn't really push me Mm -hmm. you know if i'm afraid of stuff i just like most people i tend not to do it like you know touching a bee that's not my cup of tea (laughs) Um, but when you're talking about fear i know you really mean right yeah stuff I, i really don't have that problem and the reason i don't is and i always tell people this if you do it and it doesn't work out, typically the worst case scenario is usually you're at the same position you were before. So you don't really have much to lose. And that's how you should start thinking about things. Okay, cool. I say the self because everything, all of your products is no till this, no till that, no till this. I, I, I wish it wasn't that. It would be easier if it wasn't, but it's too late for that. Because of my name, I started building my brand and it became popular, not because I tried to, and it's not that popular, but it's somewhat popular. It is popular. Uh, and it just happened naturally. So it helps. Yeah. If you were to, to redo it and with learning all you know about digital marketing and marketing now, is there anything that you would approach differently in the sense of your YouTuber vlogs or would you just put out more content and more funny content or more? More funny content, more content consistently. I'm trying to post more often. It's hard for me because of my busy days and I try to keep my personal life private. But yeah, posting more helps a lot. People forget to do that. Like I'm looking right now, I'm like, okay, I need to go post more on Instagram, <laughs> LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube, just the works. Cool. Well, it's been amazing 
talking to you. I'm really grateful for your time. Is there any new industries that you're looking to uh, start dominating? Or are you sticking sticking the same ones over and over again? I stick with what I know, but um, nonetheless, you know, appreciate you having me. I appreciate the time too. And eventually when I can bring enough value, I think we should work together. I'm not sure on what it is just yet, just yet. Cause I'm focused on sales myself. I'm roofing sales, internet sales. Roofing is a huge category. Yeah. That's I'm grateful. My friend, he just started his company a couple of years ago, got all of his final licenses and we already have a commercial building coming up and a couple of residential. And I've only been working for the company for a week and a half. So Good I just wanted you. to say thank you for all your content. I, I'm going to tell you, please push for more. And what are three things that you're looking to work forward or looking to work on this week? If anything, if you could put a focus on just three things, because I have a rule of three. More content, prepare for the baby coming of a baby due in a week. So I need to like pack the car out of baby seat and stuff. I really need to do that today. And then the third thing is, is cut back on meetings. I have too many meetings every single day and spend more time getting work done. For sure. Well, thank you for your time, Neil Patel. Mark Anthony again, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Keep motivating everybody. Keep putting this content out. I'll be watching and uh, we'll talk soon. I'll definitely be watching. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thank you.